On LOL Radio, very excited to have on the line the one and only Jeff Green. How's it going, Jeff? It's uh, it's very good, thank you. I'm in Melbourne at the moment. And it's a beautiful day. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, because you're about to embark on the the big three O. Um, the big three O, yes, not in age, although you know, some <laughs> say I do look uh, twenty years younger. Um, but uh, yeah, but I've done. I'm, I'm doing thirty years of stand-up comedy. Uh, I've, now I've done this show in Perth mm-hmm. for Perth Fringe, where I got nominated for a comedy award. I've done it in Adelaide. But what I didn't realise is when I say at the start of the show, I've been doing comedy for thirty years, is I set the bar really high. <laughs> and people just go, "Well, this, this better be bloody good then," because. <laughs> Because you don't normally, you know, ever have to say how long you've been doing comedy. But I went, and, but I've, it's written into the show now, so I've just got to, I've just Keep got to persevere it. with it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suddenly sent people's expectations <laughs> increased by, uh, you know, a couple of dimensions, and I, and that's that's not good for comedy. In comedy, you want the audience, you know, you should call every show lower your expectations, <laughs> and 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 that's and that you know because because that's when it becomes. You know, easier to make people laugh. But if they're waiting for you to be 30 years hilarious, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I have to say, having seen you for a number of years, you never disappoint. It's always uh, top-notch comedy. Um, can we take you back to the, the early years? Because you did, of course, start off as a stand-up comedian. No, I started as a, um, a chemical engineer. Yeah. Um, that's my degree. Yeah, it's from University of Birmingham. I say to people, that, that basically means I can make a bong out of anything. <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah. You give me three tally hose and a length of garden hose, I can eradicate the whole faculty short term. Anyway. <laughs> um, and people say, well, why did, why did you become a, com- a, a, a chemical engineer? Mm. And it was just because I, I liked... Well, I thought I liked maths, physics, chemistry yep. at school, and then I got to university. I actually realised I liked laying about, eating curry, and getting drunk, <laughs> and, um, I, and they are quite different disciplines. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I persevered with it, but uh, and, and got my degree. Yeah, and then comedy fits the bill from there on in. Well, I also say the great thing about me, um, not about me, but the great thing about <laughs> what happened to me was I. Well, you can say it's a great thing about me if you want, but um, <laughs> is, uh, is, is I, I hated my job, mm-hmm. um, and I, I worked for a, a company called BOC selling oxygen and acetylene to welders. Right. Uh, I obviously got fed up, fed up with the glamour of that, yep. yeah. and, um, and so decided that I wanted to become a, a comedian. If I'd have enjoyed my job any more, I probably wouldn't have taken the leap onto the stage. Yep, yep, because it was just uh, like an open mic spot that sparked it all. It was an open mic spot. Actually, slightly before that, right. I went to a, a, a workshop called um, the Jackson's Lane Cabaret Workshop. It was on a Tuesday night in Highgate. Okay. And it was where you sat in a little um, old church, and we got spoken to by established comedians that explained the comedy circuit to us. Right, The yep. comedy circuit wasn't that big. The only thing interesting about that was there's only two people who are still doing stand-up from that, and that's me and Eddie Izzard. Yep. And oh, he wow. was sat next to me in the comedy class, and we both went on to become full-time. Wow. And you don't hear much about him yeah, these days. Well, yeah. No, I've, I've left that loser behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was hanging off your coattails. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was holding me back. <laughs> Well, you went on to uh, things like opening for Joe Brand and uh, just yeah, years of stand-up. What, what have been the highlights? Um, 
Uh, coming to Australia, yep. uh, honest, in all honesty, yep. um, when I first came here, I came in '96. Actually, it, uh, in, in all seriousness, it didn't it didn't go well. Our first trip, I came with Joe in '96, yep, yep. and um, we came during the the Port Arthur massacre. Yes, oh, we wow. were here when that happened. That, wow. We'd only been in the in the country two days, and we had to perform stand up that night. Oh, wow. and that was a tough gig. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, that aside. And I met my wife here, and yep. um, and so that changed my 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 whole career and my life. Yeah. Um, some of the other highlights: playing the Palladium, the mm-hmm. London Palladium. Two that's two and a half thousand people. Playing um, uh, Glastonbury, which is about five thousand people. Yep. Big the big gigs yes. are the yep. ones yep. you remember. Yep. Oh, another highlight was when I was in Edinburgh, and I I had to share a dressing room with three Danish burlesque dancers. Does that count as a highlight? It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> It certainly does. It does it, it, well, it, it does in my book. Uh, yeah, there's, there's there's so many, so many, so, dictate, many, yeah. so many habits. Yeah, um, the other thing is is when you when you start out, there's always a lot of you. There's you and four open micers, as you say, yep. and you go into a gig, and then then you get successful and you become a support act for Joe Brown. Then there's just two of you, yep. and then you become super successful, and then then that's just you on your own. The more successful you get, the lonelier it gets. Yes, it's not. It's not for everyone touring as a, as a comedian. You've got to like your own company. Yep. Well, and uh, we've been lucky enough to have you here a few times in Colac through the Roadshow. Uh, the Melbourne International Comedy yeah. Festival Roadshow. Time you didn't you run did... me out of town, did you? No, we didn't. <laughs> 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 no, we didn't. <laughs> but, That's uh, what you're known for. We yeah, are. We uh, don't. I know we don't have a, uh, a very good track record with uh, comedians. <laughs> I'm heterosexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're not all bad. Yeah, we're not all bad. We're nice. <laughs> you're, the, you're the gateway to the old way. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're near other nice things. I think. <laughs> That's a, that's a good thing. So, yeah, like like you know, I've said, having you know, you've come through a few times. Sometimes when you see comedians over a, a length of time, they they tend to kind of, uh, particularly ones that have been around for a while, they have their material kind of gets more and more uh, broad, but also they do less of it. And it, by the end, you know, their last kind of five or ten years is them doing the same material that you've seen forever. But your stuff's always uh, like every time I've seen you do stand up, it's always something new and always something hilarious so how do you find keeping new stuff going is it, is it just traveling around and getting more experiences or it's it, it is the festival season yeah um which really um each year um you have to come up with an, a new show i mean you know maybe not 100 percent, but like 90 yep. percent new so yep. that that sets a rod for um you know or a, a bar for you to to achieve um it's a good discipline to have yeah it would be yeah well, uh, this uh, show is celebrating your 30th anniversary of uh, comedy. Uh, can we expect the greatest hits, or is it all all new celebration of uh, what it's been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, it's all new. Although it says 30 years, it's really... I mean, that's really just to hang my hat on. I mean, I talk about, you know, one of my friends retiring. I talk yep. about some of the people I've lost along the way. I talk about what the difference between then and now and the fact that we didn't have mobile phones in those days so th- but but it but the material is all new and contemporary yeah. um I'm, I'm not going on to into greatest hits yep. uh because that way uh, really lies laziness so yes, it's, a, it's yep. a new show i've done it in perth i got nominated for a perth fringe award this year congratulations so, um they they've given me a, uh, some encouragement and yep. and i 
I say this every year, but I think this is my strongest show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're very much looking forward to it. You're playing at the Swiss Club uh, Thursday through Sundays and uh, Melbourne Town Hall Mondays. Uh, Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is my 20... Uh, I came in 1996. Um, Six, so It's yep. been like my 25th Melbourne Comedy Festival too, so I yeah. should get the hang of it but soon. <laughs> <laughs> I have your story about uh, accidentally sucking on the dog's tongue, like, <laughs> embedded uh, in my brain... <laughs> And I was clay fighting with my dog one day, and she accidentally licked my teeth, and that was all I could think of. I was like, I almost pulled a Jeff Green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once you've been French kissed by a dog, you never forget. Especially <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it was good. <laughs> I think that technically means Jeff Green is now a verb. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my story finished on my wife saying to me, yeah, yeah, you've got to be careful because the dog have been licking his penis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we don't want to know where, where uh, yours has been, Holly. <laughs> uh, well, thanks very much for having a chat with us, Jeff. Uh, my pleasure. See you, Joff. <laughs> and uh, we will catch you at the festival. Yes, yeah, look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you.